0: Is the belief or theory that the human race can evolve beyond its current physical and mental limitations, especially by means of science and technology? There are those who both support and rally against it. Some say it will take away the essence of who we are as humans, while others say it's a step in the right direction for evolving all of humanity. But is it really a good thing? Decide for yourself as we dive into the mystery surrounding transhumanism. I'm your host, Dark Vent. And welcome to this internet radio frequency for today's episode of Out in the Universe. Please leave your agendas, your preconceived notions, and your biases at the door and enter with an open mind. No agendas, no BS. Now let's head out into the universe. When you hear the word trance without any other work behind it, what do you think of? By itself, the prefix trance is defined as meaning across or beyond, through, surpassing, transcending. So you can look at transhumanism as essentially surpassing or transcending humanity in our current form. But is this a good idea? We're looking for technological solutions to spiritual problems, not realizing we are already multidimensional beings who have really just forgotten who we truly are. If you were told that your consciousness and energy spanned multiple dimensions of time and space, and you could learn to access those dimensions right now, today, what would you say? There are those in this world that wouldn't believe it and would insist that we need technology to help us evolve. But what if technology could help us live forever, cure disease, increase our learning capacity and physical strength? What if technology could help us augment our bodies in such a way that life would become infinitely easier? Welcome to the world of transhumanism. But is this true? Would our lives in fact become easier? Proponents say yes. They say our bodies will be augmented, but not in the same way as the Borg from Star Trek. You'll have technologies like Neural Lace, which is a brain-computer interface, a neural net of sorts, injected into the brain that would allow humans to instantly interact with external technologies. you have other things like exosuits, universal language-translating earbuds, subdermal RFID chips, CRISPR gene editing, and on and on, up to and including ultimately uploading our consciousness to the internet so we really live forever. Proponents also say that our thought processing will be faster and much more transferable, that we'll increase human productivity, and we'll be more empathetic, and we will also see the emergence of extreme personalization and customization of who we are and who our children will be. We'll see shifts in business practices, curing of diseases, and people will start to understand one another on a deeper level. Now this all sounds really interesting so far, doesn't it? A world without disease, where everyone lives in harmony and can modify themselves in any way they wish? I mean truthfully, how cool would it be to be able to live forever by uploading your consciousness to the internet? But the question here is, would you really want to do that? You have people like Elon Musk and companies like Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, and government organizations like DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, among many others who are studying transhumanism and the technologies that go along with it. To go along with this, there's another term that's come about, post-humanism. What does it mean to be post-human? Well, being post-human is really a concept originating in science fiction, futurology, and philosophy, among others, that refers to the state of existing in such a manner that we would evolve to be beyond human. Okay, so we're getting all this good stuff so far. This is telling me that I'll be able to augment myself to allow me to open doors and log into my computer with the wave of an arm or hand. So no more forgotten passwords, right? We'll be able to eliminate heritable diseases and to communicate with one another without the need for words. The transmission of our thoughts will be instantaneous. We'd be able to augment our hearing, our sight, and on and on. We would essentially take control over our own evolution and put it into overdrive. So instead of taking hundreds or even thousands of years to evolve, we would evolve over decades or even over a series of years. But the question no one is asking is this. Is it a good idea? While this has the potential to give humanity so many positive things, would it be available for everyone or only those who could afford it? What are the downsides of this? What would it take away from who we already are? If you look at some of the movies that have come out over the last few decades, you can see some warnings about this, about artificial intelligence or AI as well. The Matrix in particular is one that gives us some dire warnings Again, the Borg from Star Trek, here are another warning. In the Star Trek universe, the Borg are a technologically enhanced race of beings who have augmented themselves with all sorts of implants to their bodies. They live in a collective consciousness where they have no individuality, only the collective as they call it. In the Matrix, you have people who are plugged into a computer system who live their entire life inside a computer simulation. The kicker is they don't know any different. They have been largely robbed of that which made them human because of their technological aspirations that were designed to help humanity but ended up backfiring. And those who have been woken up from this simulation are fighting to restore humanity to its former state. Now in our rush to enhance ourselves, are we really stopping to think about the moral and ethical implications of this? Of course it's a little difficult to stop the train at this point, but I believe we at least need to have a say in this matter. And the question is, will we? Will we all have a say or will we be forced to quote unquote upgrade? If these technologies will be available to all people regardless of the cost, then that's one thing. However, if these technologies will only be available to those who can afford it, then I'd say it's not worth it. We need to get away from a cost based structure if we're ever going to evolve as a species. If we're not going to do things that will directly benefit all of humanity and every person on this planet, then I don't think these technologies are really worth the development, because what you will end up with is two different classes of people. Those who can afford augmentation and will become superior to normal humans, and those who cannot afford augmentation and will become inferior. You'd end up with human and post-human, with normal humans likely having a lower moral standing. In a way, you could say that transhumanism is a form of eugenics, which is a set of beliefs and practices advocating to improve the genetic qualities of human reproduction and development. One of the first societies in the 20th century to really dive into eugenics research were the Nazis in Germany in the 1920s, 30s, and early 40s. So again, is it a good idea? This brings us to the topic of genetic manipulation. Again, going back to Star Trek in the backstory of this sci-fi franchise's universe, you have something called the Eugenics Wars, which were a series of wars in the late 1990s of normal humans against genetically manipulated and engineered humans like Khan Nunion Singh. His character is a genetically engineered human who by nature was created to be stronger, smarter, and overall better than his normal human counterparts. He and the others that were created like him gave rise to a group of people who rose to power and then asserted their control and dominance over humanity and over the Earth. The story goes that these beings were created not only through genetic engineering, but also through selective breeding. As the story goes, the wars that took place because of these beings ultimately killed over 30 million people. But again, this is only in the Star Trek universe. The question is, does this hold any implications for us today with the advent of transhumanism? Could we ultimately face a similar threat if we proceed to engineer and breed so-called improved or post-humans? Honestly, I don't think anyone knows for sure, nor could they really give you a good answer on this. Some would simply bypass this seeming warning from one of science fiction's most iconic franchises and call it simply the imagination of the writers. But were these writers, and those who thought this all up, trying to give us a warning of things to come? Another question is human rights. If we no longer have a common humanity between us, where does the concept of human rights take us? What rights will post-humans have that normal humans won't? We don't even have a good grasp of human rights as it is. So this is a very intriguing question. Will these technologies allow our minds and bodies to be hacked and subsequently controlled by others? We already see today how easily our perceptions are shaped by the media and technology and how we're largely controlled by the various forms of media we consume. We see how our current technological devices are hackable and rather easily controlled by others if they know what they are doing. So would this extend to transhumanist technologies? What guarantees can these developers give us that would keep us safe from would-be hackers? To be honest, again, I don't think anyone can give you any such guarantee with any type of level of technology currently. Transhumanism included. Then, what about the spiritual argument? Some critics see transhumanism as robbing us of that which makes us human, taking away our ability to spiritually evolve, essentially perverting who the universe created us to be. The question is will we be given a choice? Will we be allowed to choose if we desire to technologically or spiritually evolve? Or will we ultimately be forced in some way to technologically evolve? I don't know about you, but even though the idea of living in this reality forever and augmenting my humanity is enticing, we must understand that there are higher levels of being to which all humans and all living things have access right here, right now. We have higher levels of spiritual understanding and other energy dimensions to research and work towards understanding. Would transhumanism rob us of the true spiritual evolution of humanity and prevent us from finding these other realms? Would it rob us of the one thing that unites us, being human? It seems there are those who are asking these critical questions and many others, but they are unfortunately not the ones in authority, nor are they the ones researching these technologies. Now with all this discussion, I've forgotten to mention one thing. Transhumanism is separate from the developments of technologies that would help people with disabilities to function more normally. Those developments seek to help those who cannot function normally to do so as much as is possible. What separates this from transhumanism is the fact that transhumanism seeks to engineer and upgrade all of humanity, or at the very least, those who can afford it. A lot of ethical and moral discussions remain when it comes to transhumanism and the idea of upgrading humanity through the use of technology. I mean, we already have the ability to naturally upgrade our consciousness through meditation and other more spiritual means. Will transhumanism in any way enhance our ability to evolve spiritually, or would it hijack it completely? What guarantees of security can those developing these technologies give us? Will we simply be more controllable and end up in a hive mind, collective consciousness of sorts similar to the Borg? Will we lose our individuality and that which makes us human? Who would oversee these improvements and upgrades anyway? Would parents have the ability to genetically engineer their children in any way they see fit, really robbing those children of the ability to figure out for themselves who and what they are, and the ability to grow on their own? What are the ultimate implications for humanity and for our future as a species? The reality is, we think we know everything. We think we are the absolute creme de la creme of the world and the universe, and we've got everything figured out but we have no idea what consciousness really is, nor do we have a good understanding of a lot of the diseases that affect humankind. We don't have a good grasp on how gender identity and other aspects of our being are developed either in utero or post birth. Honestly, I think we still have a long way to go and many things to figure out scientifically and spiritually before we can even begin to think about upgrading humanity technologically. So the billion dollar question is, how will this all turn out? We will have to wait and see. I don't really think anyone knows for sure, and anyone who does is likely lying to you. This comes down to really asking how we want to evolve. Do we want to evolve technologically, or do we want to evolve spiritually? There are so many unanswered questions here, and it's my hope that we begin to find answers before all of this is thrust upon humanity. As usual, this all boils down to one simple question Where are our hearts today, friends? Thank you for tuning in today for our talk on transhumanism. Before we close, I'd encourage you to do your own research and to find out for yourself about transhumanism and posthumanism and what its implications are for the future of humanity. It's my hope that you'll stay tuned in to this internet radio frequency for our next episode, where we're going to talk about artificial intelligence and why it may not be entirely what we think it is. We look forward to seeing you next time out in the universe. Friends, stay safe and keep your eyes, heart, and mind open and aware. Until we meet again, light, love, and blessings to you all.